What is good, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. I'm Liz. And we're here to talk games, whether it be gaming news or gaming topics. Uh, we just like to introduce ourselves, first of all, just to say what we're about, what we're doing with this, how we're going to do this every week. Uh, we would like to just talk about gaming news, but that's every podcast, right? Every, every single podcast likes to talk about gaming news, but me and my wife here, we would like to just talk about gaming as a topic, right? Uh, we would like to talk about what society thinks about gaming, um, what's it like to be gaming in a marriage, how to handle different things uh, with gaming, how to handle negative people in gaming. So uh, we would like to just record this every single week and just uh, talk about different things. What, what do you think, babe? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this week, uh, I just want to get right into it uh, because we just got finished a very important conference known as uh, something, something a little called E3. Yeah, something little. Something very, very tiny, um, which happens every single year. And a lot of things were said. So because, one, um, there was so many things said, we only have an hour in this. Um, and two, there's not a lot of people listening to us right now. So we're just going to go through what we think are highlights on each, and we're just going to give our little take on, on what our thoughts are. Um, so let's get right into it before we ramble on anymore. By, by we, I mean myself. Yeah. So uh, very first uh, topic, or very first conference that we saw, and you were very disappointed, honey, uh, was EA. Now, now tell me, why, why were you disappointed? Because they didn't talk about, they didn't even address Sims 5. No Sims 5. Like, now... Why? They didn't even say there was no Sims 5. That's the problem. <laughs> There's no Sims 5. Like, not even taken away from uh, anything. And, and why did you think there needed to be a Sims 5? Or why, why, why would you think there should be a Sims 5 at this conference? Because there have been a couple rumors this year that they were going to make one. Um... They were just rumors, and so I was kind of thinking, like, oh, maybe it will be, because I'm, I'm ready for Sims 5. Yeah, I, I, I think everybody, everybody is, because uh, when was the last one that was taken? Uh, like 2014? 2014. Something like that. They're known for coming out every five years. Yeah, every three to five years, something like that. And they said Sims 4 was going to be the last one, but then... They said if it did well, but it didn't do amazing. So, you know, a lot of people were thinking they were going to come out with a new one this year. And, and nothing happened. Nothing. A lot of nothing happened at this conference. This is probably the most disappointing. I, I, I graded this conference a 4 out of 10. It wasn't the worst, and it was below average. And this is probably the worst conference, uh, even compared to Square Enix, which we'll get to in a, in a bit. Um, but two games really caught our attention. One of which was Unravel 2. Mm-hmm. That came out of nowhere. Yeah. It just dropped. We, we uh, well, I, I played and you guided me through the first Unravel. <laughs> and the very first one was absolutely great, but it didn't leave any standing for a sequel. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't expecting a sequel. I don't think anybody was really asking for a sequel. No. And then they just came out and said, hey, guys, did you like Unravel? Yes. Well, here's the second one. Wow. And you can play it tonight. No way. And we downloaded it that night. 
and we downloaded that <laughs> night. Uh, we we played a little bit. Um, what what do you think of it? What what's your impressions on Ravel Two? Um, so the far, puzzles are easier. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just it's not the same. Like you don't follow the uh, story. I actually have no idea what story they're trying to tell at this point. We've only done a couple levels, but I'm I don't really understand what story we're supposed to be doing yet <laughs> no it's it's uh the first unravel was a very clear story mm-hmm. um it, it's a story about family about loss about uh bringing the family back together mm-hmm. it, it's a very clear story but this one um you're on a boat you get knocked off the boat you're on a beach for some reason this other unravel character this other yarny is mm-hmm. there and you unite and you just play around yeah um, now the developers did go on to say that they, they did this purposely, that they wanted this to be more youthful, but at the same time, I, I feel like there should have been more time on Unravel 2 if they're going to release it today yeah. without even anybody knowing about it. Mm-hmm. And like they could have worked on it for longer and made it better because no one was asking. They wouldn't have anyone, you know, checking in and fans bothering them because no one would have known they were doing it and they could have made it perfect. Exactly. Um, there, there was a lot that could have been done, but at the same time, it was very satisfying just to see, just, just to explore that realm again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate that. Um, so moving on to the next game that we, that we really liked seeing was Sea of Solitude. Now, you don't like this game. Why? I, it's not that I don't like the game. It's the, the style they chose for the animation. Just... The way they drew the main character is really weird to me. I can't tell if she's, if it's fur or feathered, but I just, the creature that they decided to make the main girl into, I don't know, it just freaks me out. It looks weird. And, <laughs> and it looks like a really depressing story, so. And I, and I appreciate about that. That's, it's very honest. It, it is depressing. It is um, uh, more emotional. It's telling a very emotional story. But I get what you mean. It's just like we don't know a lot about it. We know we know a good bit about it. Yeah, they didn't explain really what it was. They like I feel like if you're gonna have lines from the story in trailers for movies or video games, it should kind of help people understand what story they're buying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now this won't be around for a while. They they said early 2019. Um, and that could mean anything. That could mean that could be January. That could be April. It, it could mean anything except for June. It could be with everything else in February. Yeah, uh, <laughs> every single game wants to come out late February for some reason. Um, it's absolute insanity. Um, the February is a new fall. Um, but yeah, so moving on from that. But Sea of Solitude, Unravel Two, we were very excited about. Uh, but it was just a very off conference. They it, it felt like a mile wide but an inch deep. Uh, it like like for for one thing, I know not a lot of people are into Madden, but I'm a huge Eagles fan, and I was waiting for Carson Wentz to finally be on the cover or Nick Foles. I, I don't care which one, as long as it's an Eagle. <laughs> and they got to the Madden coverage. They they showed a kid who who won a Madden tournament, and we were both sitting there like, cool. So- yeah, like good for this kid. He won money playing a video game. I'm proud of him. But let let's see some more. And nope. Oh, the Our, dog is joining us. The dog is joining us. Hello, Floki. Um, but yeah. So 
what we took away from that was just that there was a tournament about about Madden and nothing else. It wasn't a cover athlete, nothing. And what was more disappointing was that not only did they say, by the way, we're not going to tell you if Carson Wentz is on the cover, but also mobile game. Yeah. And it was the most awkward scenario possible. Yeah. Like, what what did you take from that? Like, I don't remember the mobile game. Uh, no one does, I don't think. It was I don't a, remember that part. It was Command & Conquer Rivals. Oh, yes, I remember that. It looked boring. Yeah, it like, was... Like, I didn't... I didn't understand why, why, and they spent so long on it. Like, they spent, what, like, 15 minutes, it 20 felt, minutes felt on 15, a 20 minutes. mobile game that doesn't even have that much action. It's just moving things from one spot to another. Like, it just, it looked pointless. Yeah. It, it, it looked incredibly pointless. Um, I, I, I didn't enjoy, I didn't enjoy the... The transition. I did enjoy the amount of time yeah. I spent on it. it. It just felt very off. It felt more for investors, as mm-hmm. a lot of people have pointed out. Um, but uh, um, just moving on from that, again, n- not a lot of coverage here. Uh, one thing I would like to point out is that um, they pointed out Star Wars Battlefront 2, but then they, they went to the man, I, I can't remember his name, but um, the director from... Um, uh, oh no, I'm I'm losing it. it. Re something. Respawn, thank you. Um, the director from Respawn uh, making the next Star Wars title, and they talked to him in the crown like it's it's a scene from AFV, mm-hmm. and they just said, "Hey, when's the next Star Wars game? Uh, it's it's not coming until next year. Uh, can you tell us anything about it? Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a Star Wars game. Come on, tell us more. It still yeah. felt so off. It was awkward. Um, and I was really looking forward to this game, and I'm really nervous. This is another Star Wars title that they're going to cancel. Mm-hmm. It sounds like they're not. It sounds like they're going to keep going for it. What I'm scared about is that it's going to be a VR only title, um, because what he mentioned was yes, you'll be holding a lightsaber. Yeah, I caught that too. Yeah, you'll be holding a lightsaber. Um, and it sounds like this might be a VR title, which I know some people are excited about. But, but VR is disappointing for people who can't play VR. Yeah, I, I have a history of epilepsy. And I have motion sickness. And so I'm, I'm just not interested in VR. Um, and I love Star Wars. I, I'm a huge Star Wars nut. But if this is a VR title, I'll be a little disappointed. But I'll be happy for those who are really excited for it. Um, and then just, just to... Please the fans of this show. My goodness, Floki. Um, just to please the fans of this show, um, Anthem was shown. Yeah. Uh, another another trailer for Anthem was shown. Uh, it looks so... I, it looks boring to me. It looks generic. It looks like a generic robot-esque movie. Or yeah. video game. And, and, and I wrote in my notes here, it's, it's sad that a game about yarn excited me more than a yeah. game with flying robots yeah and i know they're not robots they're ex- or they're they're um metallic suits um i can't remember the name for them but it just looks yeah. very generic i've seen yeah. this type of game before it looks like a cheaper version of halo cheaper version of halo cheaper version of i'll, I'll say a cheaper version of destiny Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like EA's cash grab for Destiny. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm just not a fan of it. I know some people are excited for it, and go on you, man. There, there's some games I don't agree. 
Oh my goodness. That was delightful. Thank you for sharing, Floki. <laughs> um, but I know that some people are excited for it. I know they are. Um, but if they're going to uh, promote this game to be a very um, innovative game, yeah. They they've been promoting this as if like they're new in the scene, like they're really innovating the gaming yeah. industry. You're EA, like you have a little higher standards. Yeah, have a little higher standards here. Um and that's what the, well, that's what it feels like. It just sounds like everybody's making this seem to be like a game that's never been seen before. But I've seen this game so many times. So many times. And I've been gaming since I was uh just a wee lad. Oh my uh, goodness. Just a wee lad. And I mean, I've only been watching you game for the two years we've been married, and even I'm just like, vanilla. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> um, and we're going to get to some games you're excited about. Uh, nothing from EA really caught your eye. No. Sims 5. The whole EA conference kind of bored me. I, I rated it, it a... Yeah. It was also vanilla. It was very vanilla. Um, nothing really happened. It was very cringy. Yeah. It was... Not a lot of details. It, it it spent a lot of time, and I felt like I got no details on any game mm-hmm. except for more of Sea of Solitude. Um, but it just felt like it was nothing. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Now, what really struck me, and this I feel like it took second place for me. I might be saying that because I own I own an Xbox. Mm-hmm. I've been an Xbox fan for uh, all of my gaming career, but. I feel like Microsoft was second best in, in the whole E3. Now, you, you didn't see Square Enix or Ubisoft. No, I did not. Ubisoft, Ubisoft, I don't care how you say it. Um, but Microsoft came out really strong. You said that you really liked the set, the, the stage. I remember X, Xbox's stage mm-hmm. setup, yes. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. I can't imagine how much that cost to have all those TVs and consoles on mm-hmm. But I thought that was really cool how they had just rows and rows, rows and rows, and rows. <laughs> Xboxes. Yeah, they look like um, dev kits too, uh, developer kits, uh, not not actual Xboxes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was really impressive. They made they made it uh, really fantastic. It made yeah. it more, uh, they made it more of what their theme was uh, because Phil Spencer came out, um, the Xbox boss. Um, <laughs> he came out. With like a theme of gaming connects all, it unifies, and and he kept saying it over mm-hmm. and over again, um, and I really enjoyed that theme from Phil Spencer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I enjoyed that he was coming out of the gate and just saying, "Listen, I don't know what EA just did. I I know they're all about corporations, and I know Microsoft is all about the corporations, but they came genuine to me. Mm-hmm. Um, they his whole theme was." Let's connect everybody of all races, creeds, beliefs, every single background. If you game, you're in this connection. You know. Yeah. Th- did you feel like it was uh, very unifying? It was very authentic? Yeah, it seemed very authentic. I don't know about the unifying. I don't think... I really only paid close attention when they were actually showing the games. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time listening. I to thought you were saying that you don't know if gaming unifies people. No, I, I don't remember <laughs> I'm talking about the un- or like having that feeling just because I have a very hard time listening to the interview parts. I yeah. can't really focus on them. But I watch the, the games, so And this yeah. one had fifty games. Yes. Fifty games. And I was like, how are they gonna fit all these games into one conference, into one showcase? 
And there was a section in this where it, it showed just a like a butt ton of <laughs> indie titles. Like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Like, check this off the list. Check this. Okay, we're done. Okay, uh, yeah. moving on. <clears throat> but, and I didn't write down every single uh, indie title. And again, I'm just going through this really quickly, going through our, my highlights and your highlights. Yeah. Um, because barely anyone is listening to us right now. Um, maybe, Hi, Mom. <laughs> um, maybe next year when we get more followers, we'll go maybe yeah, we'll like go a, a two-parter, yeah. you know, way more into detail. But the very first thing that they showed off was Halo Infinite. And then never again. They they, yeah. sh- they showed off this new Halo game and said... Yeah, did they even bring the creators up? They just showed mm-hmm. the video and then they moved on. They didn't talk about it. They just showed it and moved on. And I was like, okay. And I was um, and I was shouting. I was like, the whole time I'm watching the trailer, I'm like, this is Halo. This is Halo. Mm-hmm. This is Halo 6. And then you see Master Chief. I'm like, Halo 6. Halo, and Halo Infinite. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. I, I hope we hear more about it. I, I, I thought this was going to be like the closer as well as the opener. Mm-hmm. Like they were going to give more details. But we do know that um, the developers have come out to say that this is a continuing, um, a, a continuation of Halo Five. Mm-hmm. Um, that they are going to continue the story of Master Chief. Uh, this is kind of. It, it sounds like this is going to be Halo Five Point Five. Yeah. Like. Like a spacer game. Yeah, it's like a spacer game. It's it sounds like this would be Halo Five, Halo Infinite, and then Halo Six. Yeah. Um, and what's really impressive is that to make this game. Um, they actually made a brand new game engine called the Slip Space Engine. Mm-hmm. Um, they they said we have a game in mind. We want to totally recreate the Halo universe, but we can't do it with today's technology. So we're gonna make technology. Yeah. So they created the Slip Space Engine. I don't know really anything about it except that it makes things more vibrant, more colorful, uh, probably a lot more powerful. Uh, I'm really excited to see the release date in 2022. <laughs> Probably when I'm 30 years old. Um, I just aged myself. So, actually, I won't be 30 in 2022. I'll be older. Um, I'll be 50. You will not be 50. Um, so, um, but Halo Infinite. Um, and just like the conference, we're just going to move on. <laughs> um, the, the one thing that they showed was Captain Spirits. Ah, uh, yeah. Captain Spirit. You're a huge Life is Strange fan. You love Life is Strange. In fact, yeah. this is probably the first game um, besides Sims or any other GameCube games that you really invested time yes, in. Yes, this is the first quote-unquote gamer game mm-hmm. that I've played, I think. And this Other than when bugs. you made me play Halo and I fell off every cliff possible. Yeah, you played the very first Halo. No, I played up until 3. We played for That's a while. Right. You played for a while. I've died every day like 10 times but yes but you're the type of gamer that just wants a good narrative story yes and i want something interesting i don't i i don't i'm not coordinated enough for the shooter game <laughs> um but captain spirit this is supposed to be and i'm just going to jump ahead i believe this was shown off in square Enix's. yeah i'm just going to jump ahead to this part in square Enix with um this is a this is connecting to life is strange 2 they came out and said this is not life is strange 2 yeah. Which you were probably relieved about. I was relieved because when I saw it and I saw the screen, I saw it was the same animation. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, 
what who is this kid get away get off my, who are you like who go away <laughs> i was mad at this child they were showing me on screen and so when you told me that they said it's not life is strange or even when it when it came up mm-hmm. um captain spirit i'm like oh yeah it's not life is strange it said in the same universe or from the universe of life is strange so they're almost trying to do like a marvel thing with it where they're mm. building their own universe of these random kids. Yeah. I guess I, I mean, I'm just throwing out, you know. No, I see what you're saying. Here, but like, they're, it looks like they're trying to build a universe of these random kids who suddenly are getting mm-hmm. these powers. I can't quite tell what this kid's powers are supposed to be. It, it, it sounds like, like the it was power imagination. Of, yeah, the power of imagination. Which is adorable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... I'm excited to see how it connects because the way it's described is that it does connect. Mm -hmm. They said that something like along the lines of that, it connects to Life is Strange, but it is not Life is Strange. So we can still be expecting a Life is Strange 2, which they didn't talk about. They didn't talk about that at all. Which also bothers me. Mm -hmm. Um, But it connects to the same universe, so I'm excited to see how they connect it. Which made me a little bit more excited to play Because at first I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll play it. Like, yeah, it's from the same people but i don't mm-hmm. know but when i heard that it connects to that main story that we all know it made me a little more excited to play it and see yeah. how they do that well it didn't say connect to the main story all they said was connects to life is strange too and from what we know about life is strange too um we we found out from a blog post from um don't nod that we're gonna see new characters and i wonder if it's still gonna be max and chloe but when they say new characters i'm thinking maybe Captain Spirit is part of that new characters. Maybe. I didn't think of that. Yeah. So it, it could be about Captain Spirit with the new characters. Um, and he did say, like you, like you said, it's connecting to Life is Strange 2 and to explore as much as possible. Yeah. That was also interesting how mm-hmm. they said that, where it's explore as much as you can, which, I mean, is the whole basis of the Life is Strange universe is explore anything and everything. If they let you click on it, then click on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see where they're going with that. Yeah, and it's coming out June 26th, 100% free. I'm very yeah, happy that about that. Yeah, that made me really excited. Yeah, if, if they didn't have it free, or even for $5, I wouldn't have played it. I, I, I think they knew that. I, I think, yeah. I think they knew if they didn't put it free or $5, then nobody's going to play it. Yeah, because we don't know enough about it. Mm-hmm. And we're all, and they probably figured we'd be angry that it wasn't Life is Strange too. Yeah. So there were a lot of things shown, um, but just just to move on from that, um, the very, the most surprising uh, aspect of the Microsoft conference, uh, one Todd Howard came out. Mm-hmm. I was really happy about that. He only showed like a, a little more than a teaser trailer of Fallout seventy six. Yeah. But the big part he said was it was. Four times the size of Fallout yeah. 4. That's ginormous. I cannot wait to see that world. Um, <clears throat> but we'll talk about that more with um, my number one favorite, uh, Bethesda. But we'll get to that next. But the most surprising part was all of those um, um, developer companies, development companies that they purchased. Uh, yeah, they, 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 they bought a lot. They, they want to own everything. Yeah, purchased Five companies. Well, yeah. they said they started the initiative. So they didn't purchase them, I don't think? Yeah, but they absorbed it almost. Like, yeah, they built it, mm-hmm. but I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I don't know enough of the it's initiative. It's still being added to the family mm-hmm. officially. Yeah, and they... Um, the, so I was expecting them to drop a new IP on from mm-hmm. the initiative. They didn't. They just said, okay, we bought the initiative. Also, like, wait, what do you mean also? <laughs> um, also, they bought Undend Labs, which I wasn't surprised about. They made State of the K, State of K2, which was a Microsoft exclusive. So I was like, yeah, yeah. No, no problem. Playground Games, which is developing Forza. Um, mm-hmm. No surprise there. That's the Microsoft. And they're also making the next Fable game. They didn't talk about that. And Forza that, looks really good. Forza looks, yeah, Forza looked, looked awesome. Yeah, Forza Horizon. Like I said, I wish we could talk in more detail, but yeah. nobody's listening. Um, <laughs> but you're really like hurting the feelings of the one person that the one person. <laughs> um, hi Taylor. Hi Taylor. What's up? Shout out. <laughs> um, but Forza Horizon Four looked amazing. I don't know if I'm gonna buy it. But I might get Game Pass. And that's another thing I want to talk about just for a second. Well, let me finish the other ones yeah. before I get really off topic. Um, Undead Labs, Playground Games. Um, then the big surprise, Ninja Theory, which was super weird. Ninja Theory developed Sinua's uh, mm. Blade, which was, um, I might, no, Hellblade Sinua's. Oh, no, this is bad. Um, but it, it, they developed Hellblade. Which was a PlayStation exclusive. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, PlayStation and PC. Um, it was also on PC. But Ninja Theory, and I was dead shocked about that because it seemed like PlayStation really loved that company. And all of a sudden, we... Someone's contract was up. Yeah. Some... <laughs> and I don't think they were under contract, but I think they had a, like an unspoken agreement. But well, that's a bad idea in business. It is a bad idea. <laughs> I think um, Sony was so cocky that they're just like, they're not going to leave. Microsoft's like, hey, man. Money. Money. <laughs> um, and then they bought also another surprising one, Compulsion Games, which they're making another game I'm really excited for. We're both excited for We Happy Few. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know why I'm excited. I haven't decided why I'm excited for it. I think it's just it looks Unique. fun and creepy and... Yeah, unique. It, I've never seen that's that's a unique game. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, it's um, it's a lot like um, I don't want to say Bioshock, but it, it does remind me a little bit of Bioshock. Um, but it's just a game about like everyone's faking happiness, mm-hmm. and a couple people are just saying we just want to be real. Yeah, and it looks like like people are like going crazy from having that fake joy. Mm-hmm. It if you really, it's a really good metaphor. Yeah, it's. I'm really excited for that game. It's definitely a ham-fisted metaphor. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't really give you a lot to the imagination. Like no, oh. like oh, if you fake being happy, you're gonna. It's just gonna make your anxiety and depression worse. Mm-hmm. It's ham-fisted, but it's handled well. Yeah. Um, but they bought that company, Compulsion Games, uh, and We Happy Few is coming out August uh, August 10th. So birthday present. Birthday present. No, don't make that my birthday present. Oh. I'll get you another puppy. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Game Pass I wanted to talk a little yeah. bit about. That impressed me. I didn't want to purchase Game Pass just because I, I already own enough games. I didn't need another. Yeah, you didn't need a source to download more, more games. games. It's a good value. When they first announced it, I was like, that's a really good value for somebody mm-hmm. who's just purchasing an Xbox but doesn't want to purchase a lot of games. I think it's a really good idea for a teenage boy. Yeah. Like, if you're a mom at Christmas or birthday or whatever, mm-hmm. looking for, like, a big present for your child, like, 
get that and get them even if they already have an Xbox. Yeah. Get them a Game Pass like that would be perfect. Like I know my grandmother was very into like getting us subscriptions like she got a subscription to magazines mm-hmm. and things like that something that she could pay for the whole year and that would be perfect if yeah. you know one of us grandkids were into that and that would be something that like you can do no it's a monthly subscription though yeah. there's no um card of um of any sort just to like have a yearly subscription yeah um but it's 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 a good idea to give I think someone young who doesn't who this, doesn't play specific games like can just sit and play games for yeah. hours and it's a lot of and it's not a lot of as far as I remember it's not a lot of big name no, games. It's a, there's some big names. Some big name, but I mean like yeah. you know it's it's more things along like lines indie of like titles yeah indie and... titles like Rocket League type. Yeah. Games, like younger games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, younger crowd games. Um, yeah. I haven't been on Game Pass in a while, but I remember browsing through it, and I was just like, oh, here's a game I want to play. Here's another game I want to But I don't know if I want to pay $10. But then they said that they already announced that they're going to put every Xbox exclusive on it. Um, but at the time, it was just Crackdown 3, Sea of yeah. Thieves. And, it was um, limited when it first came out. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm not interested in those games. But then they're dropping Halo Infinite. It's going to be on there. Mm-hmm. Forza Horizon 4 is going to be on it. Uh, Gears 5, which they also announced yeah. is going to be on it. Uh, and then they just announced, um, I, I know one of my students, um, he got it. Um, yeah, he, he got it. Uh, just because he wanted to play The Division, the very first Division. Mm. Um, he's already playing yeah. it. And I was like, oh, like I'll, I'll jump online with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they dropped the division, Fallout Four. Um, yeah. So it looks like they're really investing in this, but that could also mean the prices might go up. That's what I was thinking too. Um, just like Netflix, when they were investing mm-hmm. more and they jumped the price a little bit, this might. But I was hoping when he was talking about gaming connects everybody, I was hoping they would drop the price or at least have Let's like have a sale. Have a sa- Well, they actually are having a sale right now. You can join for a dollar. You can join for a dollar, and then the next month anymore. it's gonna yeah. be, and the next month is gonna be seventeen dollars. Yeah. To make up, um, but yeah, so I was hoping that it would be like a one all pricing for gold and Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Like when it says connects all, like hey man, we we have this new program where you can get a whole year of Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Gold. So if you bought Game Pass for a year, it'd be one hundred twenty dollars. And gold for sixty, so that one hundred eighty. So like for a hundred dollars, like that would be insane. Or even for a hundred fifty. Yeah. For a hundred fifty, you can get gold and Game Pass. Yeah, like I think that'd be a really good like E three sale type. Yeah. Advertisement. Like that would be the mic drop, if there wasn't already. Um, just saying like, hey, you can buy it this whole year, mm-hmm. both of them, one hundred fifty dollars. Boom, Phil Spencer yeah. out. Or even, because like you said, Game Pass doesn't have an annual subscription type thing. Mm-hmm. To have that just as an option, like, hey, you can get the whole year for 115 They just knock off five bucks for doing the whole year. Yeah. Like, just saying, this is going to be an option for this month. Yeah. You know? Like, that would be amazing. But um, they did not do that. They didn't even talk about any price drops. They talked about Fast Start, which... I think was like I don't think anybody was like asking for that. No. Um, but yeah, so that was Microsoft in a nutshell. 
there was a lot more games that they said, but again, just going over the highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it an 8 out of 10. Um, I, I, I didn't give it a 10 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10 just because he didn't give a price drop, <laughs> and I was so angry. Um, and, and I was angry about Halo Infinite. They didn't get any details. But overall, I think it was an 8, maybe a 9 out of 10. It was a very yeah, strong conference. It, it was a good presentation. It was interesting. And they showed... Like, they showed a lot of stuff, but it was just an interesting... It kept your attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think I think an 8 or 9 out of 10 It was. It, I think fair. that's fair. Yeah. Bethesda. That was amazing. Bethesda. I almost went to bed. You almost went to bed, but I convinced you. Please stay up for this. This is going to be amazing. It was amazing. I I'm going to lose my brain. I loved their stage setup. It was just mesmerizing. Like, it was just very interesting looking. I want to know who designed these stage setups. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because you have a history of stage management. Yeah. So, you were so very interested in that. I always interested. I'm like, oh, how did you think of that? That was amazing. <laughs> now, Bethesda really seemed authentic. They were, they were mm-hmm. talking to the gamers. Yeah. EA was very corporate shelled. Microsoft was getting closer, but you could tell yeah. they were they Bethesda were Bethesda was was in like them themselves, the people present presenting mm-hmm. were excited. They didn't even care if you guys were excited. It was they were excited. I'm and excited it, to play this. Yeah, like, like they're excited to play they're excited to announce it. Like they were so excited to tell fans what they were doing because they've kept it mm-hmm. to themselves for so long. Like you it was just nice to see them so excited about their work because most people are like, yeah, this is day in, day out. Like, mm-hmm. they're not excited. But it was nice to see that they were. In my opinion, this was the best conference yes. of the entire yes. showcase. Or, or the entire E3 showcases. Um, and that's even including PlayStation. PlayStation came a little closer. But we'll talk about them in a second. It was really weird. But we'll talk about them <laughs> soon. Um, but Bethesda, they came out of the gate really strong. Um uh, Pete Hines came out. First of all, he was rocking his uh, Capitals uh, oh, yeah. champions. He took that off later on, though. He only came out on it once, and then he changed to like a white t-shirt. Really? I'm like, yeah. I was like, why'd you change your shirt? I guess like backstage, <laughs> like that's not professional, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but yeah, first they they talked about, and this is what I was telling you. They're they're getting out of the junk games first. Mm-hmm. Um, first, yeah. Was, oh yeah. First there was Rage Two. It started with live music, and. One, the, the student that I got into E3, uh, he texted me saying, what is this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and I was even texting him, I, I don't know what this is. It's, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it, was, it, it was a really good live performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who the band is. Uh, some listeners are going to be like, that was this guy. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I'm sorry. But the live music was really cool it was a really good strong start yeah um they started off rage 2 what it is it looks a lot of fun it looks like a lot of fun yeah um i actually purchased the first rage i have never played it and i'm <laughs> and i'm gonna be uh playing it now just to see if i'm if i'm interested uh i don't know it for me it looks chaotic exactly <laughs> it looks like a chaotic fallout it, it literally looks like you're just let loose and kill everyone. Mm-hmm. It just it, that's what it is. It's like kill all. It looks like a, you've released a bunch of punk style people. Mm-hmm. Kill it, kill everyone. Kill, just, kill, kill. Just kill. So that was Rage Two. Kill, kill, kill. Yeah. <laughs> um, spring 2019. So I'm excited for that. 
Um, then they talked about, I, I don't have this in order, it's just all over my notes. Uh, Quake Champions, cool. Uh, Wolfenstein DLC, I, I was never into Wolfenstein, so we'll just fly through that. Doom Eternal, um, but then a game I was really interested in, Prey, and I knew they would release a DLC for this. Yeah. Uh, and I was so... You were so, going insane. I love Prey, I love Prey. And they talked about, and I'm just going to go through this real quick, because mm-hmm. we have to talk about yeah. Bethesda Game Studios. Yes. Um, Prey, uh, they talked about three new game modes. Um, a story mode, I wish I wrote the details for that in my notes, but I can't remember that. A new game plus, a survival mode. So those were free mm-hmm. updates already. Like, hey, we're giving this to you for free. A survival mode, a new game plus. So I'm yeah. really excited for that. Then a new DLC, which I still haven't purchased yet. It's 20 bucks. Not bad. And it's out today, apparently. I was in mm-hmm. my office today, and I was like, why didn't I purchase this? <laughs> um, but it's uh, the Moon DLC. And mm-hmm. I forgot to write down what it's called. Uh, moon Moon Crash. Moon Crash, it's yeah. called. Um, it looks nothing like what I thought it would be. Yeah. It's When they said a Moon DLC, I thought it was going to be like a story, but it's a simulation. Yeah. It just says simulation repeat, simulation repeat, and just kind of like a time trial kind of DLC. Yeah, and what was interesting, like the reason that they're doing the whole repeat thing is because they said that every time you play, it's going to be different. You're not going to run into Mm -hmm. the same enemies, the same obstacles, like every single time. Like you could play it as many times as you want, and you're never going to run into the same obstacles, which I'm impressed by because how can they even predict how many times one would play that um but yeah so that was different so they basically made it a never-ending game Mm -hmm. because every time you play will be different which we mean should be nice yeah and that seems like a lot of fun uh then they talked about the typhon hunter multiplayer uh up to five players looking for typhons yada Mm -hmm. yada um but so prey really liked i really like what they presented um moving on to what i freaked out about which one bethesda game studios todd howard we're looking like the most coolest uh game developer ever the most cool to get with a leather jacket and like waving to the people you know who i am todd howard we all know why i'm here And I was like, yes, let's do this. Um, he first talked about Fallout 76, I believe. But I'm going to yeah. talk about the little titles that he talked about um, very first. Uh, so he also talked, he didn't talk about this, but they talked about Elder Scrolls Legends, the card game. Mm-hmm. Um, I downloaded it on my phone, tried it out. I'll play it in my office when I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he talked about Elder Scrolls Blades. And I was just like, it's a mobile Elder Scrolls game. That looked really cool. Yeah. It, it looked cool, and it's free. It's a free game. You can't really complain about it. No. Um, and you can play it in what they call portrait mode. So you can play in your office, and nobody really cares. But then you made a really good point, because I was complaining about it. Like, why would anybody want to do it? But you said... Well, I was saying because something Adam is always thinking about and wanting to do is get... A little like handheld game, like game console, mm-hmm. like a Game Boy or a Switch. Switch or something like that, that he could play when we're at doctor's appointments or doing things. 
because he's just thinking in the future, like when we decide to have a baby, you know, going to all those doctor appointments and Spoiler sitting. Alert. <laughs> I said in the future. <laughs> I did not say right now. Yeah. Um, you know, when we decide to do that, that's a lot of doctor's appointments. But the thing is, people look at men playing video games like, oh, like they look at me like in pity, like, oh, that poor woman's have, you know, married mm-hmm. to a man child where they don't really realize that I'm okay with him gaming. But it, it's just the dirty looks that you want to avoid. So I said to him, like, people who have that situation would play it in portrait mode. He could play mm-hmm. it in portrait mode. And people would just think he's browsing on Facebook or texting. Like, or emailing. Or email. No one would think he's playing a video game. So it would be beneficial for those types of guys who don't want to look like a man-child waiting in, you know, a waiting room. Mm. And Todd who Howard don't feel like reading that. a book. Yeah. Or <laughs> listen to an audio book. Yeah. I want to be a man-child in a doctor's office. Um, but that, that that's the thing. And that's another topic we're going to talk about in another podcast. Yeah. All the dirty looks we're going to get as gamers. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you're too old for that. That's another topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, trust us. We, we got time for, oh, yeah. for a new topic. But portrait mode, that's awesome. Um, and he did touch on that a little bit. Um, Fallout 76. This looks absolutely amazing. When they said it's going to be an online Fallout, I was like, mm-hmm. ah... That sounds disgusting. Yeah. But this looks promising. I think it's weird, and I think the backlash they're getting is that it's different from mm-hmm. other Fallout. Like, all the other Fallout, single player, on your own. So I think that's where a lot of the backlash is coming from. Just people who are used to their Fallout, yeah. and they're like, this is different. This is not Fallout. I don't, I, I, didn't, I didn't ask for it. Like, it's just mm-hmm. a lot of people freaking out. It does sound interesting, and like you said, it's limited. You're only gonna, there's only gonna be what, 12 other people yeah. in the game with you that you'll see. And he said it's four times bigger than Fallout 4. four. So the yeah. chances of you 12 seeing each other yeah. are highly unlikely. So it's almost exactly like a single player game that mm-hmm. you might run into other people along the way. Yeah, and he said that, like, there's only 12 people. He, he even mentioned it's an apocalypse, not an amusement park. So you don't <laughs> have to worry about being killed over and over and over again. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so Fallout 76, there's... It's multiplayer. There's only 12. It looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you can build your base. You can hang out with friends in the Fallout universe. He said it's, it's there for years to come. Yeah. The only thing I'm concerned about with that is saying that the next generation of consoles is coming within the next two years. I'm saying that mm-hmm. right now. It's coming in the next two years. So when he says it's going to be um, producing all the time, what, what happens with a new generation of consoles? Do we have to buy a new copy of Fallout 76? Probably. Yeah. It's where the money comes from. And if this is going <laughs> to be a little... Yeah. If this is going to be the last Fallout game for the next 10 years... You know, you're going to have to buy a new yeah. copy of Fallout 76, but um, maybe maybe uh, Todd Howard will mail us all a new copy. Like, hey, guys, sorry, here's a new copy. I no, don't think that will happen. <laughs> How much um, money they would waste doing that? Right. So I guess uh, PC gamers, this is where you're going to laugh at us console players. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely want to talk a lot more about Fallout 76, but, again, we don't have a ton of time. Yeah. Wow, we're already in 42 minutes. So. Oops. Yeah, <laughs> but Fallout 76 looks amazing. I pre-ordered it. I can't wait for the beta to come out. But the last two games of 
Bethesda that I want to talk about and I freaked out over was Starfield Elder Scrolls Six. Mm-hmm. And I hate how everybody, I hate how everybody's just saying like, well, well, you know, it was just a logo. Oh, it was just this. It's more than you had before the conference. And I, and I every time someone at, tells me, um, oh, it's just a logo. There's nothing really to golf that. But it, it proved to us that Starfield is real. It's, it's a, an actual separate game, not a build-off, not mm-hmm. something else. It's based in space. It's made by Bethesda Game Studios. Mm-hmm. It, it proved so many points. Yeah. And, and when people complain, like, well, we won't get it for a while, would you rather, would you rather, honestly, would you rather... Not hear this, right? Not mm-hmm. hear that it's real and have to speculate for two or three more years, mm-hmm. never knowing that this is an actual game and losing hope every single week. Because if they didn't show yeah. me Starfield, I would have been so You'd disappointed. Be looking for it in every game they release. Like, in every oh, game. is this what, what is this they Starfield? Were is this yeah. Starfield? And so I'm, I'm glad that they just showed the logo. Mm-hmm. I will be glad, even if they didn't just show the space, if they just showed the logo, that's it. Yeah. It would at least tell me it's real. Yeah. We're not crazy. And Elder Scrolls Six, we all knew it was coming. We weren't expecting it that soon, though. No. Like, and I remember just last year we were talking about Elder Scrolls Six. You're like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be so old by the time it comes out. You're like, I'm mm-hmm. going to be 36. Like... You were, like, dying on the inside thinking, like, you're going to be so old and you're going to have more things going on in life. You were so worried you weren't going to be able to play it. And he did say it's in pre-production, so it's not even going to come anytime soon, but at least it's a thought in their head. Yeah. So, and they did say Starfield is playable. It's playable. Yeah. So it could come out next year or the year after. It's coming pretty soon. Yeah. Um, But it was just to let us know, hey, this is real. Yeah. And I love how they presented it. I freaked out. Um, nobody else shared that joy with me in my household, but except for my dog. But he was not excited. He was terrified. He was terrified. <laughs> um, but it just showed us that this is a real game. Yeah. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. Yeah. And I'm so happy. I'm very satisfied. Um, going through the rest, we're just gonna go quick through Square Enix and Ubisoft and and PC gaming. Um, Square Enix, nothing happened. Hmm. It was just a 30... You were at work for, for yeah. both Square Enix and Ubisoft. I watched it with a friend. Square Enix, in a nutshell, it was 5 out of 10, in my opinion. By the way, yeah. Bethesda, 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah. 10 out of 10. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. Took the, the show. The, the mic drops was perfect. Yeah. Uh, but Square Enix, nothing happened. It, took, it showed us Tomb Raider gameplay. It showed us more Captain Spirit. Hello, dog. Um, it showed us a couple new IPs moving on. Five out of ten. It was average. But nothing, nothing to get disappointed about. Nothing to get excited about. Five out of ten. Ubisoft, I gave a 7.5 just because it showed us. But here's the thing. It was so weirdly paced. It was goofy with Just Dance. Then it was serious with... Beyond Good and Evil 2, and then it was Goofy again with Trials Fusion. It, it didn't know it didn't know what to be. Yeah. And that was the disappointing part. It was just... A sloppy presentation. It was a sloppy presentation. But I will say that Beyond Good and Evil 2, uh, it was a CGI trailer. Jade is the enemy this time, uh, instead of the protagonist, like the, uh, the first game. 
Um, but then the the directors came out and said, we want your help to create this game. Invited out jo Joseph Gordon-Levitt and said, hey guys, I'm here with uh, my company Hit Record and we want to collaborate with you guys. It's not a contest, it's a collaboration. Saying that we want your artwork, we want your music, we want to put this in your game. But it sounded a little desperate. Like saying... Like they have no ideas. So they need someone to give them mm -hmm. ideas. Or they're desperate for people to be invested into this game. Mm -hmm. like, like they want people to buy it because, oh, well, what if my... Mm -hmm. My something got into it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're if 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 I drew a painting and it got to uh um Beyond Good and Evil 2, I almost said just cause four for some reason. I'm tired. Um that was my dog. That was not a he motorcycle. Growling at the other dog in the window. Oh which yes, is the other his dog. reflection. Floki. I actually own a motorcycle. <laughs> um But it it just seemed a little off. And yeah. as I was listening to another podcast, DLC, uh, they, they were predicting that this game is never going to come out. Yeah. Because they're trying too hard to get people invested in it. They're trying too hard to get people uh, excited about it. It seems like there's something off about this. I hope it comes out. I hope they're wrong. But they're a little right uh, about that. Um, finally, oh, two, two things before we move on. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It... Nah. Yeah. Like, it, I, I understand where they're going with. I understand that it's a really cool game, but it's not Assassin's Creed anymore. No. It's a it's a new franchise, and that's exactly what they wanted to do. They wanted to rebirth the franchise. Yeah, which is why they started from the beginning yeah. of the last game. But this one just seems... Rushed. Rushed, and... Like I, like I said when we were watching it, I said, like, that... It literally looks like they took the same map mm -hmm. from uh, Origins. Um, Origins and added grass and trees to the yeah, desert. Yeah, it was like, very recycled. Yeah, it, it really looked like they literally took the same map and just added some things to it to make it more look yeah. like Greece than Egypt. And it, I don't know, it just it, it came off as rushed and lazy. Yeah, me. it's the same combat system. Looks like the same menu system. Um, I'm still buying it because I'm a slave to the franchise, <laughs> but I'm not getting the Deluxe Gold Edition. I do think it's very different that they chose a woman to yeah. be the main character. It's a very progressive is, game. Which it, but I thought it was also weird for the time period, too. Well, the rumor is that this was, and I don't know if this is true or not, but this was actually developed by the same team from Syndicate. Mm. Syndicate being the one where they had the twins. Uh, okay. Um... So there, there's some light into that, why, yeah. why they had both. Okay. So that's a rumor. It might be true. I don't know if it even is a rumor. I might, it might be just an article I read. Yeah. But same though, it was a syndicate. I thought syndicate was such a drag. It was such yeah. a chore to get through. So we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to see. I'm still buying it. It's, it's, it's a done deal. And then the last thing I want to talk about is Division 2. It doesn't look like anything new. It looks like more Division. But... They talked about raids um, and picking a specialization right after you beat the campaign. So to continue, almost like a new game plus. Um, it has raids. They're trying to go for uh, to Destiny a little bit. And free DLC. Three mm. new DLCs. Absolutely free. Once you purchase the game, I'm excited for it. Yeah. It's more Division. Uh, I'm buying it. <laughs> March 15th. 
Uh, it looks really good. I give the presentation a 7.5 out of 10. It wasn't the worst thing I ever saw, but it didn't blow me away. Yeah. Um, we'll move quickly to PC gaming average. It's yeah. so weirdly constructed. Mm-hmm. I liked the beginning. I, I thought it was a very cool idea to be in. I don't know. I still don't know if that was a tent or an actual building that they yeah. were in. But it was very PC cool. Gaming? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was very cool that they were in. Oh, no, that wasn't PC. No, uh, that, that was, was PlayStation. Yeah, that, that was them. I was about to say. No, it was I'm a... thinking of something else. Just ignore me. Yeah, we'll we'll skip PC gaming. Um, I don't remember it. The one thing I wrote in my notes was um, it was an hour and 48 minutes. For th- oh, yes, I don't remember because we ignored it. We ignored it. We talked all the way through it because it was so boring. Yeah, I was actually contacting Amazon about my Fallout 76 beta code. <laughs> Then paying attention to yeah. this. It was an hour and 48 minutes for 30 games yeah. versus Microsoft's 50 games in an hour 40 minutes. Yeah. 5 out of 10. Yeah. It was fine. Nothing really spectacular. Yeah. But moving on. Uh, what time are we at? We are at 52 minutes. Moving on. Real quick. Real quick. Uh, I'll talk about Sony and we'll talk about Nintendo. What I saw at Nintendo, I watched it in my office mm-hmm. um, instead of doing work. So Yeah, I hope your boss doesn't listen to this. Oops. <laughs> but um, I was listening because I'm a youth pastor. You know, I have to... You have to keep up with the culture. With the cult. That, yep. That, that's why I watched it. I mean, you have kids who play PlayStation. Yeah, actually... So, uh, I mean, it does mean a lot to be mm-hmm. talking about... Because then you can go to your kids at youth group and be like, mm-hmm. Hey, like, did you hear that this is coming out? Like, And they'll be like, oh, yeah, I, I was waiting for that. And then, you know... It's a good conversation starter, so I mean, technically, it's worked for you. Yeah, and I and I did get one of my students into E3. Like he he hung out he hung out with us, and we mm-hmm. we talked some more. And I actually had a student call me in the office today because he was watching Nintendo and he was telling me how excited he was. And I know you can guess which one it is. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, he was very excited about uh, Super Smash Brothers, but we'll talk about it in a bit. PlayStation again, weirdly paced. A lot of good games shown, but it's just awkward. It was so weird because I was really excited for, um, what was the first, uh, Last of Us 2. Yeah, so because, as I was saying when mm-hmm. I thought we were talking about this. You didn't know it was a tent yeah. or. The, the way they started, they were in either a tent building thing that was very similar to the scene they showed in The Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a very cool idea. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Like they're in a building that looks similar to like their main game they're showing. That's really awesome. And the game looked really good. But then they moved on yeah and we were sitting there watching these people at a desk outside talking and they're like we'll be back in a minute and i'm just like what they were moving people from Mm -hmm. that original room into a bigger convention area and we were thinking like are they going to move them five more times i'm like what is happening and they just kept saying we'll be with you in a minute it'll be back in a minute i'm just like why did we like i understand that was a cool idea to do it in that room that looked similar i'm like but Mm. was it necessary like yeah no it wasn't it was a waste of time like it it wasn't it was really weirdly paced it was like it it started off strong with the banjo performance it was setting the tone that was cool it was really cool it was it was dragged on a little bit yeah it took they they played the banjo for a little too long especially since it was the exact same song that you hear Two seconds later in the game mm-hmm. video that we were watching. I'm like, yeah. you know? It, 
And then Last of Us 2, the gameplay looked amazing. Oh my gosh, it looks so good. I wish yeah. we had a PlayStation 4. Yeah. If anybody's <laughs> listening and uh, wants to send us PS4, you can send us to uh, this address. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so it was... It was a really good gameplay. I think one of the scenes was taken from the second trailer. It was on a different perspective from the second trailer. You've never seen a second trailer. Um, it was very brutal, very um, bloody and gory. But I think it was taken from perspective from the second trailer, and that was really cool. Uh, new stealth mechanics. Um, you can hide it in a truck in a, in a lick of a whim. You're looking for the dog. The dog is nowhere to be seen. That's the worst part. You can hear the dog, but... Loki! He's probably in his bed. So, anyways. Um, you're going to look for him, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, I see him. He's, uh... He's over here. <laughs> Thank you for that input. Um, that's Floki, everybody. He's our dog. He's our chiggy. He's a good boy. Except when he's not. So, anyways, um, Last of Us 2 gameplay, it looked really cool. Uh, stealth mechanics look amazing. Yeah. Um, I, I can't wait to not play it. I can't wait to watch someone play it on YouTube. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that was really cool. They kept teasing the game Dreams, and they never... They never played anything. No, it was just... They did this weird song interval... Yeah. By dream characters between every other game they showed. Mm -hmm. But they never actually showed anything from Dream, which I know nothing about. Just the person we were watching with does, because he plays yeah. a PlayStation. Yeah, we had a friend over watching the, the, and, whole, the whole day. Yeah, and, and he said, he's like, yeah, that's all from Dream. And he was waiting for mm -hmm. the trailer, and he just got the little weird characters playing instruments. Well, Dreams was supposed to be a launch title for the PS4. It, it was announced 2013, 2014. Still oh hasn't goodness. come out. And they kept teasing it. That's disappointing. It is. It, it was just so weird. Um, so Last of Us 2, awesome. Then they had that weird transition. We talked about that for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then they went to a new trailer for Ghost of uh, Tsushima where he played another instrument. Yeah. That went on for a little too long. Yeah. It was and just... I'm like, are we going to do this between every game? Which they did. They, they did. They, I mean, they moved from humans playing instruments to the characters playing instruments. Mm -hmm. But they had a little tiny mini musical performance between every game, which I just thought... Was just off. Weird and, again, a waste of time. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the presentation, but the games that they showed... Yeah. Looked amazing. Like Ghost of Tsushima, Tsushima looked amazing. That was the samurai game where the Mongol and like, um, I think you were on Pinterest at that point because you were just so done with uh, PlayStation, but it looked amazing. Like it, it, it uh, yeah. I kept saying to our friend, uh, Mike, he, he, I always like saying like, there's no way it's coming out with these graphics. These look too good. I remember, yes, I remember you talking about that. And I remember thinking it looked oh. interesting. Mm -hmm. um, like, it looked hazy. I don't know if we're talking about the same game. I might be thinking of a different game. Like yeah. I said, you, I remember you saying that, but... But it, it looked amazing. Um, Death Stranding. We got gameplay. That was the one 
I think you weren't watching that. No, that was the one with the toenail. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> ah! No! Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Sorry for anybody listening on headphones, but she was reliving nightmares of the toenail. What did you think about the toenail peeling? Stop it, my toes hurt. That that was some really good gameplay. The worst thing I've Tony ever... Tony peeled the game. Stop it. That that's... It looked like a really good game. It did. But I would not play it for that one part. Yeah. I that... wouldn't buy the game because of that one scene. Press X to peel your toenail. <laughs> But the gameplay left more questions than answers. It looks yeah. like you're an Amazon delivery person. Yeah. <laughs> um, like climbing on mountains with these. Um, you are the Alaskan Amazon droid system. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I kind of like how they're not telling you anything about this game. It, and it's leaving you like, what is this? And it's leaving you with just enough questions that you're intrigued and not annoyed. What do you, what do you think? As someone outside of this, what do you I, think? To me, it goes back to, I need to know why I'm buying this game. Why should I be interested in it? Like, mm-hmm. what's... I, I, I understand that, like, a lot of games, you're, that's the point you're supposed to discover the story. Mm-hmm. But I still... There are some things that I think should be in it where it's like, I need to know the basis of something yeah. why can't we know what he does yeah like i think I, I i agree with you and i know where you're coming from yeah with that. um it's definitely it definitely needs more time um, to tell us yeah yeah more more talk we need a little more context but it doesn't sound like it's going to be releasing anytime soon i'm sure yeah next e3 when it's about to drop yeah. probably you get a little more information you'll get a, like that's going to be all of sony's mm-hmm. e3 Overall, I gave this an 8 out of 10, again, just like a gift, because the friend we watched with, he's a huge PlayStation fan, and I didn't yeah. want to leave him in the dust, um, but I gave this an 8 out of 10. Microsoft, I gave 8 out of 10 because of the Game Pass not lowering the price. I gave this an 8 out of 10 because of the slow pace. The slow pace and the awkward transition and the weirdos at the desk. And the weirdos talking in the inter in the interchanging scenes. They yeah. were weird and it was a little annoying. It was weird, um, but I had to give it an eight out of ten just for the games that were shown. Mm-hmm. They yeah, looked, their, their games looked awesome. Yeah, Spider Man looked really cool. Kingdom Hearts three, Ghost of Tsushima, um, Resident Evil two remake. It it all looked amazing, um, and Control Control looked good. Um, that was made by Remedy, which was a Microsoft developer mm. that they made Quantum Break and Alan Wake. They, they were both Xbox. I don't think Alan Wake was an Xbox. It might have been. But Remedy is making control, and I'm really interested in seeing more of that. Overall, get 8 out of 10. Yeah, I agree. Um, last thing we'll talk about. We're over an hour now. Why not? I'll just only talk. Only a little. Only two minutes. I'll just talk about Nintendo a little bit. I watched it today in the office. Um... The biggest takeaway, I think, was... Oh, the three... My top three big takeaways from Nintendo was Mario Party coming to the Nintendo Switch. That looked really cool. And that... The Nintendo Switch is a perfect console to have Mario Party on. Oh, yeah. That looks so much fun. Makes me want to buy a Switch. But I'm still not going to. Yeah. Um, Because I'm such a Xbox fanboy. Um, and I, I, I like PlayStation, but... I I just need one console. Yeah. 
but I love looking at PlayStations. And I'm sure this listener listening to us, like, they're going to be like, signing off, unsubscribe. Um, but yeah, I, I'm hoping. But I have a PS2, just to let everybody yeah. know. I have a PS2, going to be moving up to PS3, and then PS4. I'm catching we'll just up. We'll be a couple generations, generations behind. behind. Like, they'll come out with the PS. Five, Five and he'll be getting the PS3, so we'll just be two generations behind. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll be like that Madden character that's like 19 is coming out, but I'm going to get 16. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so Nintendo, um, I might get a Switch when it goes on sale. Okay. <laughs> um, because Mario Party came out, and I love Mario I Party. Know. Now the Switch is looking more good to me. Yeah. Mario Party looked amazing. Fortnite. Finally announced for the Switch. I don't know why they didn't release on the Switch yeah, in the first that's, place. That's a good game for the for Switch. the Switch. It, it's the right demographic, the right console. You can take Fortnite anywhere. Yeah. They should have released Switch. Uh, they should have released Fortnite on Switch before they released it on phones. Yeah. And that's a fact. I don't know why they did that, but it's now on the Switch. Mm-hmm. All is forgiven, and it dropped today. Yeah. Like they said, Fortnite, play it now. Uh, and then finally, Smash Brothers. Like, this is going to be a brand new... I have Sm- Smash Brothers on the GameCube. Uh, yeah, we also have a GameCube, too. And we're <laughs> playing Smash Melee on... Uh, Ma- Melee? Yeah, it's Melee. It's Melee. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be called Super Smash Ultimate. That's, that's going to be called because it has so many characters i forget it, it, it was almost 50 characters oh my goodness yeah it was a lot of characters um which included cloud from final fantasy 7 um oh big surprise mario's in the game oh thanks thanks mario wait 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 luigi's also in the game mm-hmm. wait yoshi's also in the game what about zelda slash sheep um because you know, that is the only person I played in Super Smash Melee. You know, they have Zelda, but they didn't show Sheik. Now that I think about it. No. They didn't show her turning into Sheik? No. They had Breath of the Wild Zelda. Hmm. But, yeah, you, you know, you're right. They didn't show Sheik. But, I don't know how I got her to turn into Sheik. I just pressed buttons till she turned into Sheik, and then I won every game. Yeah. So that's the only person I would play. I might have missed it because there were a lot of characters. Including Ice Climbers. They brought back Ice Climbers. They, oh, yeah. They, well, everybody's excited about Ice Climbers. I know. Um, and they I brought remember them, them. Uh, they brought them back. Ice Climbers are officially back. Um, a lot of new characters. Um, and I'll admit it, I did not know who the dragon was. And you didn't see it. It was at the very end. Um, and they showed this dragon character from Metroid. Um, and I can't even remember his name. All my listener is going to be all so. <laughs> all my listener is going to be so mad at me for not knowing the name. But I'm not a fan of Metroid. I I I uh, was an early Nintendo fan, and I stopped playing after the GameCube. So, um, but yeah. So, but it it looked really good. It looked like the Switch is super worth it. If you don't have a Switch like myself, now this might be the time. Black Friday's coming up, uh, Prime Day's coming up, uh, Amazon Prime Day's coming up. Um, I'm actually staring at my wife, convincing her through this podcast. No, I'm just caught <laughs> off by Black Friday's coming up. Black Friday is in five months. That's not coming up. That's 
Well, here's the sad part. It's happening sometime this year. Well, here's the here's here's the sad part though. We're getting Black Friday before we even get um Super Smash Bros. Super Smash Bros. is dropping December seventh. Yeah, just in time for Christmas. Of just course, in time for of Christmas. Of course they would they put it out after the sale day, mm-hmm. so they don't have to have everyone putting it on sale, but they have it before Christmas. This way, everyone will get it, and they pay full price for it. Now, that student, was genius. The student who called me, um, and this this uh, this kid's in seventh grade, and he was like, I'm going to buy it December 7th. And I'm like, aren't you going to ask for it for Christmas? And I know if I was a kid, I'd be like, why would I buy this when I can get it for free on Christmas? Um, and he's really excited. I'm sure everybody's super excited about this they can't and that's the thing it's not like this is an october game and they can wait but this is like a tease like it's december 7th like and that's that's the worst part you're not gonna get this on a black friday sale because it's gonna be fast you might get it on an after christmas sale but that's it but i'm sure anybody doesn't care they're gonna buy it full price anyway yeah especially if it's a gift especially if it's a gift um but it seems like a really cool game it seems like the Switch is much more legitimate now. It's becoming uh, a really, like, a good, a good competitor for the Xbox and the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It's Nintendo has met their stride, and they're now in the big three. Like, before it was Nintendo was the kids' version. But now yeah. it's looking like, okay, now it's Xbox, PlayStation, and the Switch. Yeah, like it's for everyone. It's for everyone. It's for softcore gamers and hardcore gamers. And family, you know, family style gaming. Mm-hmm. It's, it's for you and me, as I said in the description of this podcast, the hardcore gamer and the casual gamer. Yeah. Um, the Nintendo made it short and sweet, unlike this podcast. <laughs> but... Um, You're at a minute nine uh, i'm in a minute nine no or an way. hour nine <laughs> shut up i'm um, tired <laughs> but i think they made a good case for the switch that if you don't own a switch yet you should probably get one yeah uh, look into it look into it um as i convinced my wife but i think that like i never said no i ooh. said it's too expensive <laughs> it's too ex- and that's the thing prime day is coming up if you're yeah. if you're on amazon prime um, I might skip the Kindle. Let's see. Let's have a fight between us and listeners. Who can spend more on Prime Day? Who can spend more on Prime Day? <laughs> um, if you don't know, if you're on Amazon Prime, um, there's a special day called Prime Day that's happening in July. I might be out of the States on Prime Day. So Liz, uh, you're going to have to shop for me. That's dangerous. That is dangerous. I'll probably end up buying the wrong yeah. thing. Um, but I'll be out of the conference. Um, during July, depending. Yeah, it depends said, on when it is. They haven't told us the day yet. But if you're on Amazon Prime, it's usually in July, and it's just the Black Friday of Amazon Prime users, and you have yeah. special deals, lightning deals. We got a record player for thirty bucks, and it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Prime Day is Christmas and Black Friday for Prime users. So look it's out. It's like for their Christmas in July. Yeah. Ah. Uh, but. <laughs> Um, look out for Prime Day if you're looking to get a Switch or an Xbox or a PlayStation. Um, this if, is not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> we just really like Prime. I love Prime. <laughs> um, hit me up, Amazon. Hit me up. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so today's episode was brought to you by HelloFresh. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. But I saw HelloFresh in this a grocery store This was brought tag. to you by... Um, uh, us. 
By Floki the Pupper. <laughs> Where is he? Over there. Okay, good. Um, oh, yeah. Hey, puppy. But so that concludes our very first podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, keep in mind, though, that um, if you made it this far, I'm sorry for the sound quality. It might be a little canny. It might be a little um, unprofessional, but we have our... We're working on it. We're working on it. We're on entry level just to see where this podcast goes. We would love your feedback. We would yeah. love you to share this podcast with your friends, uh, your family members, your your puppies. Um, by the way, follow us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries. I couldn't make gaming. I couldn't make games and groceries podcast as a Twitter handle. It was too long. Hmm. So it's uh, follow us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries on Twitter. Send us a picture of your dog. Yeah. Send us all your pictures and of. And we'll share a picture of our dog. We have so many. We have so many pictures. Every picture in our phone since the day we got him has only been of the dog. But from now on, and this is where I'll end it with, um, as the weeks go on, our equipment will get better. Um, our sound quality will get better. And our topics are going to get better. And our timing's going to be better. Our timing's going to be better. It will not be this ridiculously long. No, they'll be <laughs> under an hour. 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. But we're going to talk about topics of... Uh, what it means to be an adult in gaming, married in gaming, uh, why are people so negative about gaming. Um, we're really excited for the weeks to come. Yeah, and gaming news, anything gaming news. that touches the life of gaming for a married couple. Yeah. Um, so we hope you enjoyed this first episode of the Games and Groceries podcast. We will see you next week right here. Please uh, give us a follow on Twitter at Gaming Groceries. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Signing Bye. out. Bye. Oh, I have to press stop.